Hi everyone, it's Michael Litchens with CatholicExchange.com, your faithful editor host. Uh, not so faithful lately because unfortunately we recorded this interview back in November and it's just been one punch after another towards all of us. Uh, today I'm talking with Jason Shanks. He works with OSV Institute where he has launched what might be the most fascinating program out there, OSV Talks or the OSV Innovation Talks. They're compared to TED Talks, but there's so much more going on. You're going to hear about funding and just this idea that we need to bring some new ideas to the forefront. And Jason's one of those hard workers. He's also the third guest to come onto my podcast to get COVID and need treatment. So I want you all to please, please pray for him. Pray for me too, because I had to move and am recovering from a massive back injury that has just put everything on hold. I have a bunch of episodes in the archives, and I will be bringing those over for you guys. But have a little patience with me. Keep me in your prayers. But also keep your prayers in mind for Jason. He hasn't been able to speak really since this interview. So you get a rare treat to really hear some of his fascinating words. But he'll be back. He's already back to work. He's talking well. He'll get there. So, without further ado, I'm going to bring in Jason Shanks and our interview from a little while ago that I think is still more than relevant. If you have questions, editor at CatholicExchange.com. That's editor CatholicExchange.com. Hello, welcome back to CatholicExchange.com with your editor and host, Michael Litchens. We're here, and you're probably wondering if you're stuck indoors as this pandemic may or may not send you back indoors and away from mass. There's some questions you might be asking. And more importantly, one of those questions is how do we evangelize the church when it's time to reopen and fill the church back up? Here to talk with me is Jason Shanks. He's the CEO of OSV Institute, our Sunday visitor. And he's recently launched a new initiative that I think will be fascinating to a lot of you called OSV Talks, osvtalks.com, which is a sort of TED Talk style. I don't really like calling it just a straight up TED Talk because there's something else going on here, but it's a collection of some really fascinating ideas from Catholic leaders and experts from across the country and across the spectrum of backgrounds. So Jason, thanks so much for joining us today. Oh, Michael, it's great to be with you. Thanks so much. Well, absolutely, my pleasure. So let's start first. Uh, tell us a little bit about OSV Innovation Talks and what made you want to start this? So uh, at our Sunday Visitor, I'm running something called the OSV Institute. And the OSV Institute uh, traditionally has been sort of the philanthropic arm of OSV. So it's sort of like a corporate giving arm that's done a variety of grant giving activity for a long time. Mm -hmm. And frankly, just in looking at some of the grants and things that were coming through, we felt like uh, a lot of the ideas were sort of the same thing we were funding 20 years ago. So we started thinking about what is really needed in the church today, and it was this idea of innovation. And how can we evangelize, as John Paul II said, with new expression, new ardor, and new method? And so really looking at the new methods uh, of evangelization to reach a new generation. So with that, we started thinking about and creating a sort of an innovation ecosystem. And a part of that ecosystem was this great partnership that we have with ODB Films, who came to us and said, hey, we have an idea for, like you said, sort of this TED Talk for Catholics. And we love the idea and we're working together on uh, putting, that, putting, putting these um, presentations out there for people to view, but more importantly, to to sort of dialogue, you're sort of entering 
a conversation that these speakers are sort of starting, just like you would in a sort of a TED Talk environment? Some of the talks really are both evocative. Uh, the one I was hoping that we could talk about today as well was how Bruce Lee was a master evangelist by Jared mm -hmm. Zimmer. It, yeah, that's that a great. fun one. Yeah, but, it's yeah. a fun one. And you just, it was <laughs> unexpected. It was just a really unexpected. Bruce Lee is the master evangelist. <laughs> and of course, Jared comes from Word on Fire. So they just have this great look at how we can influence culture and the use of beauty uh, and how we in engage with culture. And uh, Jared did a great job with that in, in looking at Bruce Lee. And I think it's a really, that talk in particular, if people check it out at OSB Talks, I think it's a really good example of some fun things that is really going to challenge, I think, our thinking and, uh, and how we approach doing evangelization in our so community. So what are some examples of other talks that you have out or have upcoming? So they range in variety. So that's the fun part about mm -hmm. TED Talks. And you might not agree with everything, right? So they're faithful to the church teaching. Uh, they're all right in the, the heart of the church. Um, and uh, however, there's fun talks on liturgy and music. There's things on, uh, we just released one today um, on religious freedom. There's one coming out uh, that is uh, uh, by Dan Salucci with Catholic Leadership Institute talking about where do we go from here after after COVID? Should we return to normal? What is normal? So there's all kinds of sort of provocative, mm. thought-provoking uh, conversations. Uh, Father Torres is uh, speaking on the Franciscan option. It hasn't come out yet, but by the time this airs, I'm sure it'll hopefully it'll be out. So if people maybe be familiar with uh, the idea of a, the Benedict option of sort of this you know, we need to sort of retreat into a smaller community uh, to, to, to go from there. He's talking about the Franciscan option coming from a Franciscan tradition that Father, uh, Father Torres. We've got talks coming up on mercy and what that looks like and means in our life and conversion stories. So again, they're 18 minutes in length. They're very easy. They're very, uh, um, I think you can wa watch them and you can listen to them. We're also going to be coming out with a podcast and we're going to be coming out with what we're calling OSV conversations to go beyond just sort of the 18 minute uh, talk, but go deeper. I mean, I can't, you know, to be able to go deeper with the, the Jared Zimmerman's of the world and dive in a little bit more on, on his thinking related to Bruce Lee and, and what that is, uh, is something that will be forthcoming as well. Excellent. And you talk about uh, one of your goals is to create dialogue. How do you see these talks in helping to create more dialogue in the church? And what kind of dialogue are you looking to create? So it's, um, it's really interesting. When, you, when we um, set them up from a production standpoint, the, the latest ones that are coming out, when the speaker's speaking, you, you sort of see these others sort of sitting on a couch. It almost looks like a, a coffeehouse style look. And you, as the person through the lens, are sort of sitting there as if you are a part of this discussion with these thought leaders or around the country. I, I think what we need to do is we need to we need to talk we need to dialogue we need to talk about some of these themes and ideas, um, and 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 reengage this idea of the new evangelization how we're going to change our world. I feel like the church for the last year or two we've really been on the defensive. Right, we've been licking our wounds a little bit. We've got some internal house cleaning to do, and that's fine. But let's not lose focus. What our mission is, and our mission is going out. And so these are really to spark new ideas, new creativity, new thinking, uh, new ways of doing ministry, new ways of outreach. Um, 
that my hope is, is that, you know, uh, groups and parishes could use these, that people can start interacting with them on social media and online, that a larger conversation Mm -hmm. starts occurring in our church, not only with professional ministers, uh, people who are working in, but we're all, we're all called to the new evangelization. And how can we be more effective at it? How can we do it better? You know, for every one Catholic that comes into the church, six are leaving. And so we really feel like uh, we've got to rethink about how we're doing what we're doing and is it working and how we can make a bigger impact. And, uh, and so these talks hopefully are motivating and inspiring and will help people start having those, uh, those conversations. We can't be afraid to have conversations about things mm-hmm. that may not work that's fine. Let's fail fast and let's move on and let's go on to the next thing. Good way to put it. Uh, so you've mentioned some of the goals you have, but what does OSV Institute hope to achieve through these talks? Yeah, so the larger ecosystem that we're sort of designing here related to innovation is beyond just this talks, we've created the OSV Innovation Challenge, which is uh, mm-hmm. we're giving out prizes for the best and most innovative ideas uh, we just launched one last year, gave out three prizes of 100000 each. Uh, so not just are we talking about it, not are we just putting talks out there. We're looking to fund new ideas. Could be napkin ideas yeah. that people are sitting in their house right now. Your colleague, you know, people listening are like, hey, I got this idea. So OSVChallenge.com is another opportunity. We're pulling together, you know, more investors and donors to sort of give to these the more innovative ideas. Um, we're starting to think about how do we do uh, as parish, as diocese? What does design thinking look like? How do, what does strategic doing look like? And how, we, how can we do yeah. it and do it in ways that are very effective? So I guess what I want to give you the sense of is these talks that we're putting out there that hopefully are really exciting. We're also trying to create other avenues that people can um, put things into action with some of these innovative thinkings mm-hmm. that hopefully are sparked or come to you as you're listening to these thought leaders around the country um, talk about their lives, their journeys, and their ideas. And we touched on a little bit ago about the timeliness. It sounds like you're already addressing the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, but what do you see any other ways that these are timely to this very strange time we're in right now? Yeah, well, you mentioned obviously COVID is really interesting. So we we started going down this path on innovation before there was a pandemic and the pandemic mm-hmm. have sort of accelerated. And I think <laughs> uh, not only accelerated, it became made people more aware that we have to innovate. We, we have to, we have mm-hmm. to take the gospel of Jesus Christ and, and innovate just frankly now to even reach our own parishioners. So even use of technology and a variety of other things. So I, I think that um, COVID has really made us more aware that of what we can do and what we need to be thinking and maybe got us a little shaken out of our comfort zone. I think too often we mm-hmm. think of uh, the work of our church as a sort of a invite and they come strategy. Well, now you're, you're, you're in your home. The, the church is in the home. You're thinking about your neighbors. I mean, things, and it's, it's, things have changed and not all for the bad, actually. So I think that I think what we're doing with this innovation ecosystem and thinking about these talks is very timely, sort of where we are as church. I think I think the Holy Spirit is doing something and sort of opening us up uh, and opening the church up to to maybe new horizons of of accompaniment, as Pope Francis would say. And so, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I just think 
it's been interesting because, you know, St. John Paul II talked about this idea of new and ardor, new and expression, new and method. Man, how many years ago, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably 20 plus years ago, but we're still trying to figure that out and what that looks like. And even if we've been, I feel like we've been doing a lot of dialogue on how do we, how do we express things differently, but I'm just not seeing some of the more innovative methods and ideas. And so that's where I think this is all timely. And it's, and it's, it's sort of the now. I think people are more aware as they look around their parishes that people aren't returning, people aren't coming back, and uh, we're ripe for sort of the, the new Pentecost of ideas uh, that, mm-hmm. that maybe come forth. And I hope that these OSV talks is just sort of one part of that, just part of it to, again, help people be inspired with creative ways of thinking and, and maybe thinking uh, in ways they, they hadn't thought before. Very good. And as we're, we look back, I can think in my short lifetime, especially all of us who came from an evangelical or charismatic background, can recall many times that we were thinking we had, okay, this is going to be the thing that will fix our issues. This is going to be the solution that finally addresses the issue. But for one reason or another, it didn't work. What do you think was holding us back? And how do you think OSV Innovation Talks can address that? Gosh, that's a great question. Um, so um, I talk about this a little bit. So I have the first talk in the OSV mm-hmm. Innovation uh, Talks. You can check it out. Um, and I think what I'm not just talking about here is another program. And I think I, I, what I love about your question is, is we sort of assume the program, but I think ultimately it's, mm-hmm. it's relational. How can we be more relational what does domestic church spirituality look like how do we reevaluate how do we rethink about how our catholic schools are doing from i mean how, how do we re- reimagine them completely i mean i can give you an example i was talking to someone about catholic schools and i said what if catholic schools primary purpose wasn't to serve kids and they said well what are you talking about and i said well what if his primary purpose was to serve families whoa well, how would we reimagine what the school would look like? Well, now we're helping them with their marriages. Now we're helping them with their, with their, with their catechesis in their homes. Now we're, I mean, it's a completely different ballgame. That's, I guess, what, what I'm looking at is I, I think that we have an opportunity to rethink about how we're doing church, what's working and not working. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is programs. Sometimes it is services. Sometimes it's things we're doing. Sometimes they're under-resourced. But frankly, sometimes we're just not, we're not willing to have the courage to say, this is not working, or, hmm, we think it should be working with so much more impact, and it's not. It's the same 40 mm-hmm. people coming to whatever it is, and we need to stop <laughs> that because the Holy Spirit wants us to do something bigger and something more and something more impactful. And so we've got to be willing to risk. We've got to be willing to fail fast. We've got to be willing to try things and iterate and change. But we can never lose the sense that the be-all and end-all to, say, church evangelization, to our evangelization as a program, uh, or, you know, because obviously the best program is you talking to neighbor. It's the relational aspect of it. And and two times I think we forget that. I mean, I was in my talk, I talked a lot about sometimes we just try to put people in program or put people through a system that may not work and they just don't fit. And I think that's what Pope Francis mm-hmm. is really calling us back to go to the peripheries, accompaniment, be Jesus who's walking, you know, along uh, on Emmaus. And, uh, and I think that's beautiful. And, and we can't lose sight of that when I'm thinking about innovation here, not necessarily 
a program. It could be. Um, so I hope mm-hmm. that answers your question. I think it's. A, I think. I think you're. That's. That is a very very important question. Thank you. And yeah, we do take keep touching on this need for innovation and creativity. Uh, Two mm-hmm. things I keep always touching on in what we do, especially yeah. with art and the saints. But uh, yeah. can you tell us about what is your what do you mean by innovation, creativity, and why do you think that's so important right now? Yeah. So, I mean, first and foremost, what comes to mind is you know we we want to innovate and be creative mm-hmm. because because God the Father is creator, right? We're participating in the creative act of God Himself. I mean. I mean, this is, you know, God who puts man in a garden and, and says, till it and naming animals. And like, we, we participate in this creative act mm-hmm. in and of itself, which I think is really beautiful and not talked about enough. Uh, this idea of, if you think about, I mean, I have five kids, they're very little. They love building things and they love drawing and they love being creative. We, we need to really go back to that. I mean, it's not an accident to me that, you know, Jesus says, you know, be like these, be like these little ones, right? In the faith of the little one. Well, what's interesting about it is they're creative and, and they're willing to express that. And I, I don't think we should lose touch with that. I think there's something beautiful about it. And I think you hear Bishop Barron talking all the time about this idea of starting with beauty in the transcendental um, truth and starting with beauty, which gets people's attention. And so I think there's a renewal, of, like uh, Catholic Creatives talks about this idea of needing a new renaissance. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think that's I think that's right. I think there's something there that's very attractive. I mean, we sort of have a world that is confusing, uh, not ordered. Uh, a lot of what we see in art and architecture and other things seems like it's coming from um, you know the postmodern philosophies out there, <laughs> where there's no truth and things of that nature. And so I think people are really yearning for this this creative expression of our faith. Uh, in in ways that resonates and touches their hearts and moves them and moves them towards truth and the fullness of faith. Um, so I think it's all, all very important. Now I'll just say a word about what we're doing with innovation and using the word because innovation can be a loaded word. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not talking about innovative in doctrine. Uh, we're not talking about innovate. Let's let's be more innovative in even our liturgical expression. We're talking really how we're using it is more methods and innovation isn't always new. Sometimes the most innovative idea or system or structure um, is innovating things that maybe worked before. So it could be going back Mm -hmm. in a certain sense. Innovation also is not invention. Innovation has a certain sense of an idea put into action. So there's an idea, there's a sense with the word innovation that there's a sense of execution uh, sort of uh, related to it which is different than let's just uh, have the OSV invention challenge, right? I mean, uh, so we're, we're building off the past of who we are as Catholics and the best in our tradition, but also, you know, understanding that things have things changed and people changed in a certain extent. And what are the new things that we need to be thinking about that would attract people uh, back to Christ and back to his church? Um, and and uh, yeah, it's exciting. And frankly, it's, it's thinking about church going back to who we are, right? We are the Catholic church who built the universities mm-hmm. and, and we're serving the poor and we're b- building musical notation. And I mean, you, the list is long and vast and wide of the, of the Catholic uh, innovation that has changed the world. And that's what this is, hopefully, uh, reconnecting people with that sort of entrepreneurial 
innovative spirit. Absolutely. And it's like you said, especially talking about creativity is when you look even up through the 20th century, the great works of art that at, that have been created in, for the Catholic Church or in the Catholic Church, even today with artists such as Timothy Schmaltz and a few other folks we've interviewed yeah. here. Yeah. There's some great work out there, but if you asked a lot of people, they're hardly aware it's even going on, that there's even great Catholic artists out there really, truly working hard. And I did have a question here, I promise. Sure. <laughs> no. So, as we're... Preach it, my brother. <laughs> Preach it. I like it. Yeah, it's just a one area where I definitely see the yeah. lack of innovation in our churches, mm-hmm. and it's not always from a lack of funds because some of these really hideous churches are tens of millions of dollars to build and you're going well can we get something at least semi-charming to look at and so i guess where that my question is going to is when we look at something like beauty when we look at something like that it's almost a repeat of my earlier question what's what do you think is the mental block that is stopping us from really seeing what we need to do to reclaim some of that innovation and creativity we had in the past? Yeah, I'm not. Well, I, the talk I gave again, not mm-hmm. to keep going oh, back no, to please. it, is like I called it the inefficient innovator. Mm-hmm. The inefficient innovator. And sometimes they feel like as church, we want to be so efficient in our processes that we're not willing to almost step back and, and be inefficient for the reason of uh, a need to um, be more creative in, in what we're going to do. And, and what I mean by that is I feel like even the people we hire, even the people we employ, it's sort of sometimes it can go like we're, we're, we, we're prioritizing management of the system Mm -hmm. versus the new creative thing or idea that may not work. And so I think we just need to sort of step back and say, we're willing to fail. We're willing to take a chance. We're willing to try again, all in the heart of the church. And it may be less efficient right now. Um, It may not be as smooth. Uh, There may be things we're going to learn and that's great. Mm -hmm. And that's what we need. And that's what we want. So, I think there's, sense, there's a sense to, for me that we're almost afraid to fail, afraid to be wrong, which is, and the other point are that is we sort of have a scarcity mindset where we think resources are limited or we think, you know, we're in competition with the parish, you know, down the street or with this apostolate versus that apostolate. And my gosh, we're the Catholic Church. I mean, we should have this infinite mindset Um we should, we should be willing to have confidence in what the Lord wants to do in and through us. And, and the Holy Spirit is active and working and, and be, be bold and to be courageous and to go out and, and do some things. So I think there's, I think there's a sense of, of just sort of, we, we're just sort of stuck in almost, um, almost like a, a system, a bureaucratic system that needs a little shaken up. So there's that. Obviously, there's been a lot of confusion as well oh, yeah. over the last 30 years. So I think there's just sort of a, rec- a reclaiming and understanding who we are. And I guess that's why we're, we're trying to put out that, you know, who we are is we, we, are, we are the people who form culture. Mm-hmm. We are the people who can, are, can express, you know, uh, you know through, through being creative and innovative 
and to reach whole new people in, in whole new ways and use, you know, things for the good, like podcasting, as an example. I was thinking just now that our Sunday visitors kind of had a long history of innovating, especially in publishing and church uh, parish services and things like that. How does this uh, OSV Innovation Talks fit in with the history of OSV? Yeah, so for those who aren't familiar, our Sunday visitors have been around for 106 years. And it started with a priest who uh, was, there was tons of anti-Catholicism in a town here in Indiana called Huntington, Indiana. And he was dealing with these issues of his time, issues of his day. And he started by writing to his, to his, to his parishioners called Letters from a Pasture, which eventually became a newspaper, Our Sunday Visitor, and at its peak reached a million copies going out there. He was using sort of the medium of his day to reach people with the truth and beauty of, of Christ and his church. And from there, he just kept innovating. Someone gave him a, you know, a, sold him a printing press for a dollar and off he's running. So in many ways, OSV mm-hmm. is, is sort of this first social entrepreneurship with this priest who became a bishop and later was get the title archbishop who was constantly innovating. So they, so OSV in and of himself has this real, it's a, it's, it's lay run. Uh, we do have the Bishop Rhodes here, who is the chair of our board, but you have a sense of a history over a hundred years who have seen the ebbs and flows, the good, the bad, the ugly, uh, and has always this sense of we have institutional memory, but we're constantly trying to look at how do we represent the gospel and how do we make it more relevant and, and engaging for the culture. And so it's a beautiful, amazing place to be at. And all of this innovation talks, innovation challenge falls right in line with who OSV is in the very heart of the church to try to unify everybody, to move in a missional direction to bring people to Jesus Christ and his church, OSV. Covered a lot here. If people want to check out these talks, where can they go to learn more and to view them? So so you can view them on Formed. You can view them on Shalom World. You can go to osvtalks.com. You can check us out on Facebook at OSV Innovation. Uh, and so we're around all over social media, but osvtalks.com. Or if you do have Formed or Shalom uh, a Shalom World TV, maybe on your Apple TV or any of those, you can also check them out immediately uh, right on those as, as well. Awesome. We'll put links to all that right up on CatholicExchange.com as well as in our show notes. So you can just check that right in whatever app you're listening to us on. Jason, thank you so much for joining us here today, giving us an idea of what's going on with this really exciting and I almost said innovation again, but this really exciting introduction to Catholic media, uh, that's osvtalks.com. All of you can find that, and I highly, highly suggest Jared Zimmer's talk on Bruce Lee. We'll have him on here sometime. So thanks once again, Thank you, Mike. It was a real pleasure. Thanks so much. And that was, once again, Mr. Jason Shanks of OSV Institute. You can go to osv.com to learn more about their many, many works that they do. I also highly recommend going to OSV Talks. Check out some of the videos there. There's a few of them on YouTube if you look up OSV Innovation, Shalom TV, however you want to do it. If you would like to hear more of this, maybe kind of get an idea of what's going on in the videos, let me know, editor CatholicExchange.com. We have a couple more episodes coming up for you. Father Broom, Father Looney, and a few other folks are going to be talking us through Lent. So thank you all once again for your patience. God love you. Have a wonderful week.